Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the astrological energies from November 24th until December 1st, where we will see Mercury enter Sagittarius on November 24th, followed by the Sun and Mercury conjunct together in Sagittarius on November 28th. We have a lot of energy happening on November 29th and 30th that I'll talk about. And we're also going to have Neptune stationing direct on December 1st. And this is in fact one of the bigger energies at this time because when the outer planets are slowing down to station retrograde, we often feel their energy more deeply and often more unconsciously. So Neptune is going to station direct at 20 degrees, 24 minutes of Pisces, and it will not cross over this degree point again. So there is the sense that we are really understanding something at a deeper level, meaning this Neptune in Pisces takes us inward to listen to ourselves, to trust ourselves, to look at where we haven't been doing that, where we haven't been actively applying energy or attention to our own internal messages. So as Neptune is slowing down to station direct on December 1st, there's an energy of strongly going inward to really listen to what is being whispered to you. What messages have been trying to capture your attention and whether or not you're trusting them. Now, this is outside of the mind. This is not mental energy. This is not about your thoughts. This is about how energy is speaking to you, especially through your intuition, your higher self in your dream state. These are the messages that we feel more receptive to at times. And when we welcome that receptivity, when we allow it to come in, we can see some things starting to connect. We can perhaps see a bigger picture. We can tap into more of our own soul's wisdom. And we can also evaluate how we've been trusting ourselves or perhaps how we have not been trusting ourselves. This Neptune in Pisces is very much how the universe is speaking to you, the messages it's bringing forth. What we could think of as a coincidence actually has much deeper significance and meaning. And so this Neptune in Pisces energy often requires us to slow down, to pause, to listen, and to allow the energy to rise up and come forward. It can feel more passive, and that's part of even being receptive at this time, is to allow there to be room and space for messages to come forward. This is not something you're forcing. This is not something that you're actively trying to process or understand. Rather, it's a more receptive, relaxed state of being that allows the energy to come in and then you start to feel something around it. You feel the messages. You feel the answer or the truth or what you're meant to process and experience. 
And this can also come through your dream state, where when you have very vivid dreams, those are messages from spirit. Those are helping you understand more energies that we're not always aware of. So this is a powerful energy over this next week as Neptune is slowing down to station direct. And that means that you can feel slower or sluggish. You could feel more tired. You could feel your energy systems slowing down at times, especially if you have strong Pisces or Neptune energies in your chart, and especially if you have any planets or points at 20 degrees of Pisces, where you're really feeling this even more, and it's requiring you to take care of your energy system, and to listen to what is best for you. So this could be a good week to not push it, to not try to do too much or do things too quickly. Uh, Here in the United States, it is a long holiday weekend known as Thanksgiving, and this could be a time when you don't want to force too much to happen, uh, where you could even feel like you're rising above certain situations or dynamics where you don't want to necessarily participate maybe in certain conversations or in certain connections with certain people. It's almost like this energy can help you rise above and be more detached if that's your intention or your desire. It can also again, slow you down where you feel like you need to rest more, you need more nap time, or you're ready to go to bed early. And that's part of your energy system speaking to you and telling you that rest is a good thing right now and that it's always important to trust what you're feeling and to trust the messages that your body is communicating to you. So certainly keep that in mind if you're feeling the need to take care of yourself or again, you're feeling like you need more downtime, alone time, or that you just need more sleep. This is also where we're honoring what our body needs and we're allowing ourselves to step away from any mental pressure or excessive expectations of what you should get done in a day. You might feel that you're not as productive or that you're not able to move things ahead as easily. This would be the Neptune and Pisces influence that slows us down, asks us to float and drift and just go with the flow and allow that to be something you can trust. Also, when there is a strong Neptune and Pisces influence, we don't always see things clearly where you could miss some details or you could overlook something that's important. That's part of being in this state of feeling maybe a little bit foggy, fuzzy, unclear, where there's something going on, but you don't quite grasp all the specifics. Neptune in Pisces is about the bigger energetic streams and going to your intuition and energy for messages and guidance. So this could be a week where... If someone tells you a story or is sharing something with you, you miss some of the details or it could happen vice versa where you're sharing information, someone doesn't hear all of it, they come back around and you're like, I just told you that or remember I said that and they're like, no, I don't remember that at all. And it's because we're partly in other realms and we're experiencing energies that remove us from parts of our earthly experience. 
So certainly keep that in mind as it can also help you be more patient with people, uh, more forgiving, more compassionate, and also be like, oh yes, no problem. I understand if maybe you didn't catch all the particulars, this is what I meant or this is what I was saying. So it could even feel a bit like a Mercury retrograde where you have to repeat yourself or you have to state something again or more clearly. Now, speaking of Mercury, Mercury enters Sagittarius on November 24th, where it will stay until the middle of December. So Mercury is actually moving quite fast through Sagittarius, and this is actually the sign of Mercury's detriment. And what that means is that Mercury is the furthest away from its home sign of Gemini, and that means he's in turf that he's not really very good at, where he struggles to hold on to the details. He misses the particulars. Instead, Mercury in Sagittarius is about the bigger worldview, the bigger picture, and is more tuned in to higher concepts, more so than the particular details, data, or specifics that Mercury is naturally adept at. Mercury in Sagittarius gets very excited, motivated, and inspired about what can happen next, where to go next, what's the big plan, the big idea, what can be experienced, and gives us a connection to something beyond what we know. Because the Sagittarius energy wants us to grow and expand and keep going further. So now we have both Mercury and the Sun in Sagittarius, and they will be conjunct at five degrees of Sagittarius together on November 28th. And so this conjunction between the Sun and Mercury is going to really highlight what we're thinking, what we're saying, and what we're believing. So there adds some power to our intentions, to what we speak, and how it's amplified because that sun is the biggest light and energy source in our solar system. And when it meets up with Mercury, it really adds a blast of power to our Mercury senses, to what we're thinking, how we're thinking, what we're perceiving, what we're saying. So Mercury can feel both energized by that conjunction to the sun, but it can also feel overpowered. And that's because of how big the sun's energies are. So this would be a very important day, November 28th, to be mindful of your words and what you're thinking. What do you want to amplify? What do you want to give power and intention to? And how are you communicating that? Now, keep in mind, it can also be the energy of exaggeration. There can also be a lot that is said, but it's just a bunch of hot air. It doesn't have any meaning to it. It doesn't have much behind it. And this can happen in the lower expressions of Sagittarius, where there can be things that are stated, and then once you're asked to provide details or data or specifics, there's nothing there, right? It's kind of like when someone has a viewpoint or let's say an argument around a particular issue, but they don't have evidence or they don't have the ability to back it up and support it. That can be one of the lower expressions of this energy. 
So be very clear in what you're saying. And if you have to take a stand or express your position, make sure that you've thought it through in terms of the questions that people would ask or the information and specifics that you need to provide in order to demonstrate your opinion or your viewpoint. And this can also be influenced by that strong Neptune energy that we were talking about where you could have something very important to say, but because Neptune is so strong at this time, people might not hear it clearly. They might not fully understand or comprehend it. So just keep that in mind, especially if you're meeting up with friends or you're getting together with family, that there could be things that are miscommunicated or lost and that are in fact misinterpreted that you have to re-explain or state again more clearly. Now, as the sun and Mercury move forward, we have a lot of energy taking place around eight degrees of the fire signs and eight degrees of the air signs. So this is where eight degrees of Aries, Leo, and Sag and eight degrees of Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius energies are going to be strong over the next week. And that's because we have a sextile between Saturn in Aquarius, sextiling Chiron retrograde in Aries at eight degrees. Then we're going to have Mercury in Sag and the Sun in Sagittarius enter into this conversation with both Saturn and Chiron. So this energy will be strong throughout this week as Saturn is going to sextile Chiron at 8 degrees November 26th and then Mercury and the Sun in Sag join the conversation November 29th and 30th. So what this means is that There's going to be some higher understandings around what you've been healing and moving through this year. There's been a lot about this year that maybe you have felt has been stop and go, like the sense of I'm making progress and then something stalls out, or I'm moving ahead and then it feels like I'm not making any progress. This is an energy of looking at what you've been deeply reprogramming that is new for you in this lifetime. The newness is showing up through Chiron in Aries, helping us develop independence, courage, the understanding of who you are now, trusting what you're sensing in the moment. This Chiron in Aries is also revealing more parts of ourselves that we're ready to be gentle with, that we're ready to accept, that we're ready to give ourselves some compassion and a little bit of kindness that it's okay to not have it all figured out. And it's part of our ongoing journey to grow, to keep understanding our own skills and abilities. And I feel like this Chiron in Aries has been revealing new parts of your journey that you didn't realize needed healing, where it's almost like it stirs up where there was unknown traumatic experiences or something that deeply affected you that you didn't realize was operating in your subconscious or operating in your life. So now there's an understanding of, oh, wow, I didn't ever see that before. I didn't recognize that before. And then the sextile from Saturn in Aquarius is helping you to mindfully put the pieces together and allow this to be an energy 
that you incorporate into your life picture where I feel like there's a component here of gaining strength and stability in your sense of self. And that's part of what both Aries and Aquarius energies have in common is who am I in the world? How am I different? How am I an individual? How am I unique? So this could have been a very interesting ongoing process of differentiation, which is where you're seeing how you're different which is, of course, the truth because each of us is different from everyone else. We are each our own unique snowflake of energies. And we've been learning more about ourselves and how we're unique. But over this week, when we have both Mercury and the Sun in Sagittarius meeting up with Saturn and Chiron, there's more information that comes forward that opens you up to perhaps a bigger viewpoint of what you've been healing, and it brings in inspiration. This is positive energy. This gives you a sense of, look at what I've moved through. Look at how far I've come, and what do I believe about myself now? What is my truth now after I see more of the fullness of my energy? And then it also has this catapulting energy to move it forward. So it's understanding, and this is what I can do next. Now that I'm aware of something I've been healing and working through, this is how I'm going to take the energy forward and apply it in a higher manner. Meaning there's an elevation here of your belief systems, an elevation of self-acceptance. I also feel strongly there's an elevation of non-judgment, not judging yourself for what you did or said or how you behaved or how you acted in the past. And this could be the past as in, you know, decades ago. This could be other lifetimes. This could be maybe last month where we're moving into a place of understanding how to walk in our world without applying judgment either to ourselves or to others or to experiences. And that place of non-judgment, meaning you're not evaluating if it's good or better or worse or horrible, there's something here where it's an acceptance of what is. Now, there are times when judgment is important, especially as it relates to justice, when there's a sense of consequences and energetic karma that comes about. So I'm not saying that no judgment is needed, but this is the energy of non-judgment of yourself. And when you can be in that place of higher self-acceptance, There's an energy that meets you there. I feel like this also relates to accepting what is because of what you've learned from it, how you grew, how you were your own teacher. And for some reason, I'm getting this energy of going back into previous experiences in your life where maybe you look back and you see something you did or a choice you made, something you said, 
mean, we all have this where we look back and we're like, ooh, I would never do that again. I would totally handle that differently. I wouldn't have made that choice. I wouldn't have said that in the conversation. And it's because that's where you were at, at that level of consciousness. Now there's the ability here to look at how much you've deeply changed, where you can look back and think, wow, that was a whole different version of myself. And I really had no idea what I was saying or how I was affecting people. I didn't understand how my words, my choices, my actions would have affected this other person or these other people or my life. And so now there's an opportunity here to make a pact or even a pledge to yourself that that energy is no longer what you're in resonance with. That's no longer in alignment with who you are. You are your own teacher. You can look back on your life and look at how much you've grown, what you've learned, what you've understood about yourself from your own experiences, and that alone teaches you a lot. So there's something here where we're really understanding how far we've come, how much we've shifted and changed, where we're not going back, and how we can practice accepting ourselves or being in that place of non-judgment towards ourselves for who we previously were. And this can help you move forward. This could give you some peace, perhaps, in certain situations or parts of your life. This can also help you detach, energetically detach, where you're no longer deeply connected to anything that is no longer your truth in this moment. So it feels like part of this energy as we move further into Sagittarius season is really gaining clarity on your own personal truth system and what that means in terms of how you want to live your life. And this certainly connects with your value system. This certainly connects with what is a priority to you and what matters to you. But the Sagittarius energy is meant to lift us up, to give us hope, to give us inspiration and possibilities, and to connect us with the fact that energies are always in motion. And if we can move with these tides, if we can trust these energies that are supporting us, it will help us to continue to move forward and to not stay in any lower paradigms or lower energies that we don't want to carry. So we essentially have a lot going on around that eight degree point where the energies at eight degrees are really showing us what has been understood, healed, and learned, and it's helping us move forward. Now, another strong energy we have this week does relate back to this Neptune slowing down at 20 degrees of Pisces because we're also going to have Mars in Scorpio trining Neptune at 20 degrees on November 29th, followed by Venus in Capricorn sextiling Neptune and Pisces at 20 degrees on November 30th. So what it means when we have both Mars and Venus interacting with Neptune, Mars and Venus relate to our masculine and feminine energies. They also are the lovers of the Zodiac. They are also connected with how we do relationships, how we show up in relationships. And when they interact with Neptune, they're in being infused by Neptune. Neptune is the stronger energy source. So this could be connecting to some new dreams or intuitive understandings of 
yourself in relationships. This could be Neptune revealing more of your own masculine and feminine energies. I feel like this energy is strong because this Neptune helps us detach and to see ourselves away from our ego, especially in this lifetime. So this is a stronger Neptune and Pisces connection. It feels like it's about the higher self and what you're intuitively feeling around your own desires and needs. So yes, this can connect to relationships, but it also connects to how you're trusting yourself, how you're trusting what you want, what you feel, what you're desiring. And the Neptune energy is also about removal. It removes the hard edges. It can remove blockages. It can remove a part of the ego that doesn't want to budge or doesn't want to grow. It has a dissolving influence. So there's something over this next week where this strong Neptune in Pisces energy is removing a blockage or anything that's stagnant or stuck. And it feels like an opening, an opening into that Mars and Scorpio and Venus and Capricorn energies that is showing you more of what's possible that maybe you didn't consider or see before. But I'm also feeling it as this dissolving of maybe what you thought certain relationships had to be or they had to look a certain way. Again, it's an opening. So if there's something you want to surrender, feels like a fear. Mars in Scorpio is finding the fears and this Venus in Capricorn is getting close to Pluto. So there could be a fear that this Neptune in Pisces can remove from your energy. And that could be as simple as declaring the fear or stating an intention of where you need support or where you want to have energy be removed or surrendered or dissolved. This could also be working with the violet flame of transmutation, where if there's something you've been fearing, I mean, it feels like it's a paralyzing fear. This could even feel like a very big fear that you don't know where it originated from because it's from another lifetime or another soul experience. And you're just feeling like, where does this even come from? I don't know why it brings up something so deep within me. Again, it feels like it could be related to a catastrophic energetic imprint from another lifetime or something that totally changed the direction of your life. Again, it has like this paralyzing energy to it that you can soften and release. And again, you can just ask for support before you go to sleep at night. You can state that you want to work with spirit to move this energy, to not have it be a part of you or your energetic experience. This is where you can be very intentional around what you're ready to transition. And if it's a particular fear and you know what it is, you know, you you know what the word is, or you know if there's an image that goes with it, you can put that in the violet flame of transmutation, which is a beautiful lavender purple 
flame of energy that transmutes things into another expression. So that's one visualization you can practice or certainly trust anything that's calling to you, any types of energy work that would help you to let go of something so that you can feel more trust in yourself, trust in your higher self, and trust in God, Source, Spirit, the universe for whatever this fear or block might be. There can certainly be a lightness that shows up around this time as well, where almost like you go to bed at night and you set the intention for something to be working with your energy as you sleep. You can also visualize surrounding yourself in a beautiful aura of white light, golden light, whatever feels restful and nourishing to your energy system. And you can feel that energy around you before you go to sleep. And then it could be that you wake up the next morning and you feel a shift or you feel that something's been released from you. And that's something you could practice regularly as well in order to take care of your energy system and to be actively and intentionally transmuting anything that you no longer want. As uh, to state that intention, to be very clear about it before you go to sleep at night and to see how it shifts within a short span of time and to see how you wake up in the morning and if it feels different. It is a beautiful time to tap into that lightness, to tap into your ability to detach, to rise above, and almost like you're able to allow yourself to float or to practice what it means to be on this earth plane, but to also be heavily tapped into the other realms and the other energies that are also available for us to work with. We certainly talked about the Neptune influence of this week, and overall, it feels like this could be a very beautiful energy ride. There could be a lot that maybe feels like it's shifting and changing for you. You could receive validation in how much you've grown in what you've healed. This is a week where there's quite a bit that can come through that could even be a pleasant surprise where it's the universe showing you how far you've come and look at what you've manifested next or look at what has been waiting for you at this higher level of energy. It just feels like there's a flow this week, there's transition, there's movement, but it feels very supportive overall as long as we're trusting the flow of it, as long as we're also moving with that flow, not resisting it, not trying to control it, and certainly not trying to block it. And so the month of December begins with this Neptune stationing direct, as we've discussed, and then we will have the Sagittarius new moon solar eclipse on December 3rd and 4th, and that's happening at 12 degrees of Sagittarius. So I have done a few podcast episodes for you on that energy as it's working with the great attractor, which is essentially the energy of amplifying your own frequency and vibration, where the great attractor really shows you more of where you're at, what you've created, and what you can create next. So it can be very eye-opening and encouraging and also quite revealing. So December is quite an action-packed month and there's a lot happening. I now have the December monthly Soul Growth Astrology program waiting for you and you can get it for 11 bucks with coupon code DECEMBER. I'll put the link below this podcast episode. We have a lot going on in December 
remember not only the Sagittarius eclipse and the Gemini full moon, but we also have Venus retrograde and then the third and final Saturn Uranus square happening on December 23rd. So we're certainly ending this year with some very big energies and we're going to have a whole new playing field that we move into in 2022. And another two announcements to share with you is that Amazon has put all of my Kindle books on sale for 99 cents during this big shopping period here in the end of November. So I have a number of books that are 99 cents each on Kindle, but they're also discounted across other platforms. So if you buy on Kobo or Apple Books, they're also available for 99 cents. And if you're on Amazon and you're looking at my author profile, you'll probably see something coming out in March. Yes, I'm releasing an astrology book in March. It is available for pre-sale now and it's coming. It's something that I'm very excited to talk about when we get into the new year. And then the final announcement to share with you, it's hopefully something that you can enjoy for yourself, especially this holiday season and into next year. And it is from the Mountain Astrologer magazine. And maybe you're already a subscriber. I have been a subscriber for 10 years. I love this magazine. They have amazing astrology articles and features in every issue, everything from beginner to advanced to professional level astrology. So no matter where you're at, there is something for you in this magazine. It comes out quarterly now. They've just had a huge revamp and it looks beautiful. And they are giving us a 10% off discount on new subscriptions. And these subscriptions can be both for the published or digital versions of the magazine. And the coupon code is MOXIE10, which I'll put below the podcast episode here. But if you are really into astrology, you want to keep learning more, and you want to learn from multiple astrologers, I really recommend checking out the Mountain Astrologer magazine. Quality stuff, great stuff. And again, every issue is jam-packed all about astrology. So please check it out and certainly make the most of this 10% off discount. They don't always offer a discount. So I'm grateful that they have passed this on to us. So maybe that's something for yourself this holiday season or something you can enjoy in the year ahead. Uh, But I will put that information and the link below this podcast. If you're in the U.S., I wish you a beautiful, peaceful, and abundant Happy Thanksgiving. I hope you're able to enjoy it and to connect with loved ones, family, friends, maybe anyone who is distant that you haven't seen for a while. There could be some lovely reunions here. I hope it's a beautiful holiday for you. And I will be back on Monday with another live podcast episode. I'll also be releasing a video on YouTube on Friday as well. So as always, thank you so much for joining me. I am grateful for your presence, your energy, and the fact that we're sharing this wild ride together. Thank you so much for being here. Have a beautiful day ahead, and I'll see you back here soon.